Welcome to Synergy Mindset Coaching, the podcast. I am your host and certified life coach, Gina Johnson. This too shall pass is a powerful quote that we often hear when someone is going through a storm in life. And today our guest is in the middle of one. And instead of postponing the interview, he showed up and shared with us from a place of vulnerability and truth. What do you do when you feel like a failure? How do you move forward? James shares his walk through these questions and the balance between waiting and taking action. We will deep dive into the mindset of overcoming the paralyzing effects of feeling like a failure and how to move forward to embrace a mindset that we are wired to win. James is a father, musician, podcaster, and entrepreneur, and we are going to jump right into the interview. Stay tuned after, and he will share some music with us and a message from me at the end. Welcome to Synergy Mindset Coaching. Today, I'm talking with James Newcomb, who is helping people do what they're put on this earth to do. He's a musician, a podcaster, an entrepreneur, and today, we're going to get to hear his story. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you, Gina. Pleasure to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Can you start by telling everybody just a little bit about your life today so they can get to know you? Sure. I live in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and in and I figured if I'm going to live in Virginia Beach, I may as well live on Virginia Beach. So I live in a cool apartment complex here on the oceanfront called the Mayflower. And uh, every morning, uh, weather permitting, I'm able to get out there and take a nice walk on the beach. And um, every now and then there's a fighter jet that will fly overhead, and you might hear that. And I live uh, right on the flight path of uh, of a naval air station. So keeps life interesting, especially when I'm doing podcast interviews. They come <laughs> tend to come in at the most inopportune moments. But uh, yeah, that's what I do. I've been a musician for just about all of my life. I play the cornet, not a whole lot, but when I do, I do it professionally. And I sing in the choir at church. It's just music has always been a big part of my life. And now I have a little gig editing people's podcasts and I'm working on my own podcasting ventures while I go through some interesting life adventures. So uh, yeah, it's, that's a little bit about me. So now if someone listening is thinking that maybe they're bringing a problem with them today, what types of problems or what types of people do you end up helping in your day-to-day pursuit of life? Right now in this last 12 months, starting probably last April of 2018 till about now, is, I mean, if I were to put a title next to this period of my life, it would be transition. Mm -hmm. Now, a year ago I had, I was like full on, had my head uh, totally buried into a a podcast and a business called Musicpreneur, Making Money, Making Music. And that's what what I thought I was put on the earth to do was to uh, like be that guiding light to musicians and help them to kind of find their their own purpose as as musicians and um, just just make a career that that was sort of based on on their own unique identity and um, long story short is I I'm, I'm now going through a separation we have a divorce pending in the court system here in Virginia Beach and um, the the best way I can put it is that Having my life upended like that, it just made me think about things and think about 
what is important to me and more importantly than that what is it that i can bring to the table what can i offer is it just career development for musicians or is there is there more to it than that mm-hmm. honestly in a interesting stage where i'm answering those questions right now what is it that james brings to the table like uh one of my clients editing their podcast is is a health and wellness coach i mean he's he's a uh, pretty well known in the health and wellness industry and he's got a training program that he made available to everybody in his employee which includes me as his podcast editor and i went through that and so i'm like a certified coach that went through this this program of um basically living a better life what i'm hearing you say is that you're in a place a lot of the listeners are in right now of transition where i mean you help people do what they're put on this earth to do Mm -hmm. and it sounds like you're now asking questions to redefine what that means to you yourself as well is that fair yeah that's that's not unfair at all (laughs) very accurate (laughs) you're just the person (laughs) just the person to help people to walk through anything they're going through whether it be divorce or you know a million different transitions people have health crises or losing a job or whatever it may be and the reason that i asked you to come on the show is kids the interview i'd listened to of yours just amazing that despite all the difficulties and transitions you've gone through that your mind is just able to be so forward moving and positive and i just wanted to to bring that to others well i appreciate that so where would you like to start do you want to start by telling us maybe a story of a difficulty that you've experienced and then walk us forward i just wrote a on my blog this morning. In fact, I didn't even press publish because this is okay. like hot, hot off the press. I haven't, I haven't shared this story with anyone. And, uh, so you're like the first person that I'm like vocalizing this to. Okay. So pretty exciting. I just want you to like, you have that honor now about a, I guess it was about a week ago. I was feeling a little, I was not, not a little very discouraged with how things were going with my life. Now, um, like I said, I'm, uh, the ex is being difficult when it comes to uh, spending time with my boy, who I, up, up until we separated, I, I spent constant time with him. And now all of a sudden, just because she's being difficult, I, I see him very, very little. And add to that, I had my podcast that I've already mentioned, the Musicpreneur podcast that I I chose to um, just kind of put an end to it. It just wasn't, it just wasn't having the success that I wanted or that I was expecting. And I was feeling kind of bad. And it's like all of the stuff that I had invested um, time, money, resources into it, Nothing had really panned out. And a thought came into my mind and it said, it's as though you are hardwired to fail. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, ordinarily you might think, well, that's just a, a, a thought that comes into your mind that you just have to brush off and you just have to... Um, kind of give yourself a little pep talk and say, no, that's, that's not the case at all. That's, that's not the case. But I just kind of thought about it and I thought, I don't think that that's not untrue. I think that 
I, I, I kind of uncovered a real truth there. I w- I've been hardwired to fail, and I don't know exactly why that is, but everything that I've done, whether it be musical, whether it be with my military career, or as an entrepreneur, it hasn't, it hasn't gone well. It's ended in failure. And I had to realize that that's not just a, a fleeting thought that you have to give yourself a little pep talk and, and, and just get on with life. It's the truth. And it was sobering. It was, it, it, it was depressing to, to realize that that isn't just a fleeting thought, but that is the truth. So I kind of went to bed with that, and, I, and, it, and it was simmering in my mind, this thought, you're hardwired to fail. And I woke up with that. I went through the next day doing my, my work with that in my mind, you're hardwired to fail. And I think it was that night, I, I mean, I, I think I had that thought like a Tuesday going through Wednesday thinking this about myself just to give a frame of reference for the time frame here. And um, I think it was that like Wednesday evening or maybe Thursday morning where I just had a, a, the light bulb came on and said, that may be true, but that's also the solution. You need to hire hardwire yourself for success. It's like an aha moment. And all, all of a sudden you're thinking, having that thought go through your mind is a little more empowering. Not a little. It's much more empowering than you're hardwired for failure. You are hardwired for success. And so I realized that is where I need to take my business. That's like the, the name of my business, the name, name your podcast, that there it is hardwired for success. Kind of did, did some, research and did some brainstorming and settled, settled on a name of wired to win. And, um, like this is like, you're the first person I've ever said this to. Like I wrote it on the blog post this morning and I'm sharing it with you, Gina Johnson right now. That is so exciting. I love your sharing this with everybody because you and I are both from the same group podcast paradise and uh, shout out to John, John Lee Dumas and Kate, because they bring such great people together and he's done what 2000 interviews now or more yeah that guy's a monster wow and like one one trend though he has is like he starts off with what's your biggest failure like every entrepreneur he interviews has more failures than they do success and they're like all you have to do is have like one success to make it but you got to be constantly looking for it or working to it yeah totally so that's such a, a great theme like what a great name i love that i like it too I think I'll keep it. <laughs> Wired to win. Spelled with a Y. Wired, it's W-Y-R-E-D. Why just to uh, remind you that you got to think a little differently. You've coached yourself, though. You just took a course on how to coach, and you've like coached yourself literally through this process because that thought you had mm-hmm. in the beginning of being like wired for failure, yeah. you know, like could just ruminate in your head and it could like drive you in a negative direction. Mm-hmm. But with like the ability to self-coach, you could step back and observe that thought and be curious about it and ask questions. And then you got this great end result. Well, yeah, you're right. It didn't happen without 
me be like taking care of myself. I, like I said, I exercise regularly. I walk on the beach every morning, express gratitude every morning. I read the Bible every morning. I w did go through, uh, for the last six months or so, I've been going through this issue of, dude, you're a failure. Like you, you totally missed the mark. And what are you going to do with mm -hmm. yourself? And I, I may have found the answer recently, but we'll see. That is such a powerful question you asked yourself is what are you going to do? Because I think anytime someone gets stuck in that, asking questions is the most powerful way to start to lead yourself out mm -hmm. of it. So you, you've got a pretty cool life story. I didn't know that you were in the military. Yeah. Well, I haven't lived a boring life, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you some stories. As soon as you said the podcast wired to win, the first curious question that popped in my brain is like, what kind of people would you like to have on your show? What comes to mind? Honestly, that's why I'm taking some time. There was a time in my life in the in the very recent past that I would have just dove right into it and and like got a logo ready and like launch a podcast six weeks later or <laughs> six mm -hmm. days later. I, I, I'm, 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 take, I'm just taking some time. Like I've got this divorce thing that I'm going through, which is like a big storm cloud hanging over your head constantly. And uh, that should be over in June-ish. And then yeah. just give some time to uh, just, just kind of get going with life with a clear head when I'm not having that over my head. And uh, just take some time, think about, what what do I want the show to look like? What's the you know what's the overarching message? What's the ideal listener? What kind of people do I want? I might want someone who's a life coach in Vancouver. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows who you'll <laughs> know meet in this world? But that's I'm just, I'm just I'm really just taking my time. So I I really don't know at this point. So one thing I think you kind of went through really quickly is that you, you know, walk on the beach and exercise and read the Bible. Can we deep dive in here? Because these are a lot of the habits that I hear come up over and over when someone has reached that quote unquote point of success in their life. And I think when you're walking through a season of difficulty, mm -hmm. that doing these things can make all the difference mm -hmm. of coming out on the other end well. So will you take us into your morning routine? Sure. I, uh, well, the... The company that I work for that I've already mentioned that has the coaching program, it's called Keon. It's called, it, you just find it, getkeon.com, K-I-O-N. It's uh, founded by Ben Greenfield. I don't know if you're into health and fitness. You might have heard that name. I've listened to his podcast, you bet. Well, I edit, I, I press publish. That is incredible. He is such an incredible, inspiring guy to listen to. Yeah. So um, the first thing that I do in the morning is I'll just turn on the light. Turn on my uh, burner so I can get my water boiling. Uh -huh. And I'll put in my Keon coffee in the French press. And uh, while I'm waiting for the the water to boil, I'm, I'm just going to stand there and just count to 300, which is five minutes because I've got my clock on the wall. I'll just count with the clock to 300. There's five minutes. By the time I'm done with that, the water is boiling. I put the water into the into the French press give it a couple minutes to French press, whatever they call it. <laughs> and then I'll uh, pour my coffee and read the Bible. I'll go to Bible Gateway, the app on my phone, and I'll read uh, 
whatever is the featured scripture for that day. And I'll read the whole chapter, just so I'm not reading like one scripture, get the whole thing in context. And then I'll read something from the Torah, from that week's Torah portion. Mm-hmm. And then I'll read uh, the uh, whatever day of the month that is for the proverb. I'll just okay. go to the book of Proverbs and like today's, I'll, I just read Proverbs 18. And then I'll read uh, a, like a sales or success type book. Right now I'm reading Principles by Ray Dalio. Um, I'll do some exercise, like I said, you know, walking on the beach as soon as the sun is out. Um, usually there's no fighter jets at that time of day, so it's <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, um, and then usually about eight o'clock, I'm ready to get going with my day. I'll work, I'll give myself an hour to work on my own little business, give myself the, first, the best hour of the day. And then I'll work on my uh, devote work uh, on my editing clients. Do that for a good amount of the day, and then I'll and, and then I'll practice. So that's few variants here and there, but that's my routine in a in a nutshell. Now, if you have, did you say you have a son? Yes. He's okay. Four years old, about to be five, and he's wonderful. If you have your son with you, does it change up how you do this? Yes, because uh, this time of year, it's it's a little too cold for him to go on the beach. Uh-huh. So I'll just do some exercises um, inside, which he likes to do right alongside me. So that's cool. Okay. we got a lot of parents that listen to this show. And sometimes in coaching, I hear them say like, well, because I have kids, I can't. And it's, I think it's such a, a great thing to mention that you can. You just have to tweak it a little bit, right? Well, you, you like, I use him as my weights, <laughs> like I'll, you know, <laughs> have him on my back while I do push-ups, which is a great, it's a great workout. And, uh, and he's getting to the point where he wants to do his own push-ups these days. Like we'll, we'll plank together and, uh, yeah, he, he sees dad doing it and he wants to do it. So it's cool. Oh, that is so cool. He I enjoys it totally see a future workout program working out with your kids. I could not do a push up with my child on my back. So kudos. Yeah. Well, how old is your child? He's seven. He's almost as big as me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll keep working on it. I don't know if my boy was seven. I don't know if I'd be able to do a push up with him on me. Maybe Aww, I would. You're kind. But we'll he's starting to do planks now too. So it's a lot of fun to do them side by side. And um, when I do my Bible reading, he brings his picture Bible now and like sits beside me. So it's kind of cool. As they get older, they start to want to do that same thing as you, right? Yeah, they're really impressionable and they just, yeah. And sometimes they'll say things and you're like, where'd you get that? Uh-oh, he got it from his dad. Gotta watch the language <laughs> there, James. I've never done a podcast with jets in the background. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, it's nothing nothing enviable, I'll tell you that. Let me ask you, James, can you share sure. your favorite book with the listeners? Uh, it depends on, right now, it's Principles by Ray Dalio, because that's what I'm reading. One that um, I always like to recommend to people is Conscious Capitalism. John Mackey, who's the co-founder of Whole Foods, he's a co-author with the, somebody else from Harvard. Wow. Really, really solid business principles in this book and it doesn't have the notoriety that that I wish it did 
I think that if more people read Conscious Capitalism, it would give them a better understanding of what capitalism is, what it, what it isn't, and how to better interact with the world as uh, entrepreneurs, if you're an entrepreneur. I'll check that out myself. Could you share a favorite podcast with the listeners? Tom Woods. Tom Woods is a, um, uh, it's kind of a political show. So, I mean, I, I, I don't want to alienate anyone, but just answering your question. Uh, it's a libertarian type show. Um, but Tom himself is a is a just a wonderful guy. He's a very uh, philanthropic philanthropic type of person. He uh, shares a lot of resources for free. Um, even more if you're will if if you want to patronize his business. But uh, great show. Done a lot of good work. So that's definitely one that I listen to regularly. It's Tom Woods Show. Well, thanks. I'll link all this in the show notes at Synergy Ooh. Mindset Coaching a backslash James. They'll be able to find everything we talk about today. Sweet. And um, awesome. Last question. I just wanted to ask you. You've interviewed a lot of great minds in your past, and I'm wondering if there's anything that you've gleaned from all these interviews that you would like to share. Thinking about the Musicpreneur podcast, the one thing that I found in common with musicians who had really done well for themselves, um, kind of outside of the, the model of you, you get a following or you find the right person or the right person discovers you and you've signed with a label and basically sign over your life to them. And like that model is, is more or less dead. Yeah. Um, and there's so many people who have made it happen as musicians and I got to talk to a pretty good number of them. And one thing that I uh, found in common with these people is that they all understand the power of community. And uh, it's like they, they don't see themselves or they like they don't see their music as the end uh, or, or the, the, the end that they want to achieve. They see their music as a means to an end, and the mean and that end is getting people together, relationships, meeting new people, uh, selling yourself as an individual, having a compelling story that you share with your music, and um, I think without exception, that is the one common bond that, or, or the one thing that they all have in common is. They've all, they all understand the power and the importance of community. And uh, illustration that I use to, to illustrate this is, uh, like, think about having people over for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's probably a little different in Canada than the United States. But Thanksgiving dinner, you, everybody comes over and you have turkey and you have stuffing and mashed potatoes or whatever, whatever you choose to have. But the turkey isn't the, like, the highlight. The turkey isn't the reason that people come over mm -hmm. for dinner. They, they come over because they want to be around other people. Or maybe they have to be around certain people once a year. <laughs> but the turkey, isn't the, the turkey isn't the main attraction of the event. It's the, it's the people. And the musicians that I talk to that are successful, they understand that their music is kind of like the turkey. 
it's what gathers people together, but really the reason that people get together is to be around each other. Community. Wow. That's powerful. Thanks for sharing that with us. Sure. My pleasure. Well, thanks for giving us your time to be on the show. It's just been wonderful taking a glimpse in your mind and being a small part of your journey. Before we say goodbye, is there anything that you would like to leave as a parting word of guidance? And please let people know where they could connect with you. Really, the best way to find me is just just go to my website. It's jamesnewcomb.io.com wasn't available, or at least it was super expensive. So I just chose something else. jamesnewcomb.io. It'll direct you to just about everything that you need um, about me and things that pertain to me. And, uh, you know, just I, I don't really know what to say as like a parting piece of guidance other than to just be yourself and um, and know that there may be more to yourself than you've discovered to this point. That's perfect. And I'm at your website right now, jamesnewcomb.io, and you have a free ebook here. Struggling is for suckers. Live a better life doing what you were put on earth to do. That's correct. So I encourage people to check that out if anyone's struggling right now or feeling like they're not really sure what the next step to do is. What I've really taken from today is that you just got to keep taking that next step. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the, the book is basically uh, interviews from my Musicpreneur podcast. So it, it's sort of geared for musicians, but I think anybody can read the stories in it and uh, come, away, come away with something. Welcome back. I hope that you found that podcast episode as inspiring as I did. If anything that James shared helps you along your own personal journey, please reach out to him by coming to synergymindsetcoaching.com slash James Newcomb, N-E-W-C-O-M-B. And you will find the links to all of his social media, his website, and just drop him a note on Facebook or Instagram or a message to his website to let him know what it was he shared, how it inspired you. Because you guys, there's nothing better than opening up an email that lets you know the time that you spent made a difference in someone's life. And be sure to subscribe to our email list so that you can receive new podcasts in your inbox and you won't miss a thing. James shared a piece of his music with us. So enjoy. And thank you so much for being a listener, a part of our community. I will see you next week.